You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Never give up is the title of this devotion. Come on, never give up. Well, how could I not give up, Pastor Robert? I mean, come on. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I have felt that force pushing me with all of its might to give up. And it is so forceful, but I know a greater power. And that's the power of Jesus Christ that can never fail, that can never give up. It is eternal. It's conquered death, hell, and the grave. It's conquered sin and Satan and every force and darkness that can be, be, be come against you. It's overcome Jesus Christ, that great overcomer, that great power never to give up is yours. Hallelujah. And I want to read you here. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, where the Apostle Paul talks about having the treasure of Christ's life within you. And, and he says, having this, uh, for the life of Christ to be made manifest in our body. So he's talking about this. And then he says this in, in uh, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 1. Therefore, since we do hold and engage in this ministry, what ministry? The ministry of the life-giving Spirit of Christ in us. By the mercies of God granting us favor, benefits, opportunities, and especially salvation, we do not get discouraged, spiritless, despondent with fear, or become faint with weariness and exhaustion. And then in verse 16 he says, listen, Oh, how I love these thoughts. Therefore, we do not become discouraged, utterly spiritless, exhausted, and wearied out through fear. Though our outer man is progressively decaying and wasting away, yet our inner man is being renewed, progressively renewed day after day. And in the Amplifier, in the King James, it says, we do not lose heart, or in other words, we do not give up. We do not give up. You know, I remember talking with a dear lady. Her husband had left her. She had miscarried her baby. And, and their possessions had been repossessed. I know that may sound very fantastic, but it's a true story. All the possessions had been repossessed through a bankruptcy. And they'd lost everything. And she called me and she was crying. And she said, Pastor Robert, can you just answer this one question? Why can I not give up? I want to give up. I want to give up. How come I can't give up? I said, it's Jesus in you. And the moment I said it, the Holy Spirit came upon her and revealed in her afresh and anew this renewing of the inward man, this treasure in the earthen vessel, Christ in us, the hope of glory, and my goodness, did she get comforted by the Lord and gave her such renewed hope. And the Lord did incredible miracles for her. Her husband came back and the Lord restored them amazingly. And you see, sometimes we have felt we've come to the end of the rope. My father used to say, when you get to the end of the rope, put a knot in it and sit on it. Sit on the knot. 
but we all feel we've come to the end of the rope and you all feel this is it pastor I think I'm there now I, I'm, I think it's my end has come and the Lord says no not so quickly I need you I need you for your children, for your grandchildren. I need you for your brothers and sisters who have struggles like yours and they don't know the fortitude I've given you. They don't know the faith I've given you. They don't know the hope I've given you. And I've kept you all these years and I will keep you through this as well. And you will get better and improve to show them that I'm faithful to keep us no matter what we go through in this life. You know, the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and I'll read it to you from the Living Bible. He says, I think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the hard time we went through when we were in Asia. We were really crushed and overwhelmed and feared we would never live through it. We felt we were doomed to die and saw how powerless we were to help ourselves. But that was good, for then we put everything into the hands of God who alone could save us, for he can even raise the dead. And he did help us and saved us from a terrible death. And yes, we expect him to do it again and again. But you must help us too by praying for us, for much thanks and praise will go to God for you who see his wonderful answers to your prayers for our safety. This is 2 Corinthians 1, verse 8 through 11. I want you to know the hardships we went through. We were doomed to die. We were crushed. We were overwhelmed. We feared we would never live through it. But that was good for us because we gave it all into God's hands who can even raise the dead. And he did save us from a horrible death. You see, this is the power not to give up. It's the power of God that enables you not to give up. And, and when Paul talks about this, he says, for example, here in Acts chapter 16, okay, starting at verse 22, listen to this. <laughs> he says, the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrate tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into the prison and commanded the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them in the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. At midnight, however, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the, prisons were of the prison was shaken. And immediately, all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awakened from sleep, seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners fled from, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice saying, do not harm yourself for we are all here. And then he called for a light and ran in and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all of his family were baptized. <laughs> 
that's what I call revival. Come on. I believe what's knocking on your door is not the end, but the beginning of something marvelous. That's what I believe. Come on now. I believe what's knocking on the door of your life is not the end. So don't give up. Don't give up. Say, Lord, here I am to the glory and praise of your name. I thank you for making me an instrument of praise to your name. I thank you for raising me up to make known your goodness in the land of the living so that others too may see that what God has done for me, he will do for them because you are the same yesterday, today and forever. And you are equally available to all who will receive and believe in you. Oh my goodness, I love the good news. <laughs> So while Paul was in prison, he writes this letter. He says in Philippians 4, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men, for the Lord is at hand. In other words, be friendly to the jailer. Be friendly to everybody. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything in prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Come on, right now is a time for you to say, I will bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. You know, when I was a young boy, my sister Daniela was a baby, and she is um, four years younger than me. So I would have been about six or five years old, five or six. I think I was five years old, and I remember it today. My brother was in the kitchen, and he was a year older than me, he was six, and with a white spirit, as we call it here in Britain. It's a flammable spirit that you could use to, to clean grease off and, uh, and so forth. And he was cleaning something and my mom had all four hubs of the stove burning with the gas fire, cooking the dinner for all of us uh, children. And there was seven of us at that time. In the end, it was eight. My brother Johnny came a bit later. He was born later. And, and uh, the flammable spirit caused the fire of the stove to connect with it. So the rag he was holding with the flammable spirit exploded in a, in a boom and a ball of fire. And of course, he dropped it. And it so scared him that he ran out of the kitchen. And my mother had, was holding my sister Daniela, the little baby. And she put down Daniela in the crib opened the door to the garden and grabbed that burning rag that was starting to cause fire to come to the house and threw it out of the house and stomped out the fire on the floor and she saved the house from catching fire. But in the process, she burned her arm. I mean, really bad. The skin was hanging down. It was burned so bad. And she put all of us children to bed. My father was away preaching. And she put all of us kids to bed. I'll never forget it. Laying my bed upstairs. Hearing my mother downstairs singing. It's well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well. It is well with my soul. And I could hear my mother singing. Why? 
that spirit that empowers you not to give up causes you to bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, who forgiveth all my iniquities and who heals all my diseases. And my mother was singing like Paul and Silas in prison. You know, Paul and Silas were bleeding and they were hurting. And they were unfairly treated, actually for doing good to a young lady who was being oppressed by an evil spirit. And they were singing in the time of their sorrow. And it is so important that we learn how to bless the Lord in times when we could be at the edge of giving up. Come on, don't give up. Start singing. Start singing. Don't give up. Start singing. Can you hear me? Don't give up. Start singing. Let me read you this verse here in closing. It's in John 14, verse 27. Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. I give you my peace. One more, one more verse here in chapter 17 while we're at it. Verse 13. I... And now I'm coming to you, Heavenly Father, Jesus is praying in his high priestly prayer. And I say these things while I'm still in the world, so that my joy may be made full and complete and perfect in them, that they may experience my delight, filling, fulfilling in them, fulfilled in them, that my enjoyment may be perfected in their own souls, that they may have my gladness within them, filling their hearts. Come on. Jesus said, my peace, my joy, I give to you. I know that life sometimes doesn't give you anything. Life can sometimes get to a place where no matter how beautiful a house you live in, no matter how much money you have in the bank, it doesn't have life in it. The house, the money, it has no life. But Jesus has life, peace and joy to cause you not to give up, but to say, I'm going to live and not die. And renewed energy comes and renewed strength comes for you to rise up and to say, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I will declare it to my children and my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. Hallelujah. Amen. Have a good day.